quick. Like, yeah. no one said it was going to be easy. Nobody mm-hmm. said it's going to be a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to work hard for it. You're going to have to get out of your, your, your comfort zone, push past. Uh, and things are going to fight back. Things are going to, you know, get in your way, trip you up, and it's going to hurt. But, like, why stop? You made it. You went through all this hardship, all this pain, all this. And instead of, like, not not internalizing it to bottle it up, but internalizing it to get an understanding of it, you, you just push all that away and just... Today that makes you better than the person you were yesterday. That is part of the Ascension brand. That is the model, the heart of what we stand for. When I pass away, I want people to know. I want people to remember me. Not for the time that I spent on this planet, but for the things that I have done to contribute to society. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dirty Trunk Podcast, where the elephant is always welcome. It is me, your boy, Marcus Morton, here with me as always, the Aaron Mack. We are back again, once again. Once again, and as as always, ladies and gentlemen, you belong here. You belong here. <laughs> yes, yes. Welcome. welcome. Mark. Up, Let's man? talk, man. Let's talk. I I got I got some stuff that I wanted to get off my chest. Um, right. As you know, uh, a few weeks ago, and you know, this is this is what happens. I want to tell y'all something. <laughs> um, I I heard the most the the realest thing that I've ever heard in my life is that mm-hmm. you will end up spending a whole lot more money trying to save money. <laughs> What you mean? Let me tell you what I'm talking about, Mark. So, remember the conversation that we had about um, about uh, the cars that I had to get the windshield replaced on both cars, right? Yeah. We had this conversation mm-hmm. recently. So, tell me, right, recently, I um, we had a situation with one of the cars where there where the seal wasn't place properly on oh, one no. of the windshields and it's been raining cats and dogs for the past yes. week all right so i went to this 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 place to get these windshields mm. replaced because the windshields need to be replaced but at the same time safe light was charging me six hundred dollars for the sonata and about four hundred dollars for the elantra for to replace the windshields now, mm-hmm. granted, had I gone to Safe Light, the Safe Light reputable, they got warranties on all their work, whatever, cool. They, 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 they got the works. They got the works. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what I'm trying to say. Granted, it's a lot more money, but they, they work come they work is guaranteed, right? Go to this one place because, well, they charge two hundred dollars to replace the windshield. They join the downtown Petersburg. They 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 ain't got no waiting room. You drop the car off and they just, you know, you get it done whatever whenever they get it done or whatever, you come pick that joint up and they, they leave that joint, sit out in the parking lot and they close up. They don't even wait for you. So, you know, come but on. um the 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 there's a leak in the top corner of the of the windshield of the Elantra. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it was dripping water, floorboard wet, inside of the car soaked. 
And now we took it back. To, we, I called the folks back and I took mm-hmm. the car back to them. This was about two weeks ago. I take the car there. Um, I get I get Herb to drop me off right before they started doing their their second episode of the podcast that they recorded. Herb started podcast. Shout out. Uh, we got, y'all go check that. Check them joints out. Um, but um, by the time we got back to the apartment, they called me and was like, it was ready. Now, mind you, it was dry this day. It was a pretty nice day. So I couldn't tell one way or another if he, if they had fixed it or not. I could have just poured some hot water on it and see if they see if something had really been done. But yeah, mm-hmm. they I don't know. I, I can't say one way or another. I just know the next time it rained up, same thing. <laughs> just it just raining inside the car mark. So I called back and now I can't get no answer. Oh. It's almost they like they closed the down. List. Like I've been trying to call for like the last few days. It's almost <laughs> like they closed down. They're supposed to be open today. I went to their joint and mm. they closed. And they got mm. a sign up that says call this number for assistance. We we will answer. We will, we guaranteed the answer. They didn't answer my They didn't answer. Come on. So I don't man. know. So now now not only not only I, I like it, it, it puts me in a, in a situation. I'm and it, I'm glad I know how to do things with cars because I can mm-hmm. easily pull the seat out and clean the carpet and and, and get all of the the um, the insulation from under the carpet, replace that, and and boom, everything is good. But mm-hmm. it brings me to a point of like when I heard the message that broke people spend a lot more money. Because they try to, because they spend so much time trying to save money. This is exactly mm-hmm. what they're talking about. Had I been one of the people who didn't know how to work on cars, I'd be up up creek up the creek without a paddle. Because now the car smell like mildew, and then I don't know how to fix it. So right. now I got to take it to somebody else, probably the dealership, because the body shop ain't gonna do nothing but just tell you, yeah, you gotta. That's that's a special that's specialty work. So I don't know if we could do we could do nothing about that. So now I got to replace the insulation and the carpet because they probably gonna mess something up because I don't want to take it to the dealership. This is just like how how regular the regular individual how their brain operates. They're gonna take it straight to the dealership anyway, and the dealership gonna charge them an arm and a leg for it. So I'm just saying, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like it, it I, I got. I got hemmed up because I took it to somewhere that was cheaper, but then I ended up having to, we're going to end up having to come out with a lot more anyway in the long run. So yeah, that's my message for the day, man. Oh man, that is. I wanted to go boss or false with that, but I I was like, you know what? I, I don't even know it. it, it, Granted, they did take the joint back, said it was fixed. Uh-huh. And come back and pick it up, and that John just start. It, it got worse, so I don't know. I, I don't. They. They. It felt. Like, I felt like they. They kind of drilled a hole in the, in the, uh, in the insulation, and just. <laughs> I don't kept know. It moving. I don't know. I do have a boss of false, but you know, I'm a. I might have to say that. You know, I don't know. Come on. Mm. Oh, you got one. Uh. Not. Not. Not really. It was gonna be like kind of. <laughs> You know attached to like a story mm. uh so i went outside before we started the uh the podcast i ran and got like you know a little little drink little pick-me-up drink for uh for the podcast little go-go and, juice yeah and i noticed there was a, a valentine's day bag on my car come on <laughs> and i'm like 
all right, maybe Courtney forgot it out here. You know, she probably bringing in groceries. Maybe she forgot it. Yeah. So I bring it inside, and I'm like, "Babe, did you did did you forget this this bag on the car?" And she's like, "What bag?" I was like, "This Valentine's Day bag." He's like, "Who brought the Valentine's Day bag?" But it it was from my neighbors. Uh, they gave us a little Valentine's Day bag, and I thought that was like real Aww. nice of them. Shout out to them. Uh, so and there are nice he, people in the world. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and <laughs> I I wanted to give a shout out to them, especially because uh, even before we started living here, they they were real nice people. Uh, my grandma used to live here, and you know when she had her hiccups and you know when she was slipping into dementia, they were they were here for her. They would oh. come over, sit, talk with her, you know, make sure she was you know okay and not you know real anxious and stuff. And yeah. That, that just speaks volumes. Uh, it kind of kind of feels good coming from like a small town because like when everybody knows like your family and they sometimes even they'll know before you that you know something's happened with like a family member and they yeah. ask you you know are they okay you know I noticed they you know aren't on their routine schedule of you know doing whatever they used to do or whatever and it. it feels pretty nice so yeah like, yeah it's good to know balls. good to know that there are uh good people out there man because you know everybody everybody is on a on a what's in it for me mode so mm. they they can't even and, and especially now during the during this pandemic man everybody is pretty much on that so it's mm. it's hard to it's hard to find good people that's still doing good things so yeah that's uh that's dope that's real dope. I'm uh, glad to hear that they that you got people like that. Uh, meanwhile, my neighbors are still out here bumping loud music at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out like why my upstairs neighbors why she sound like that. And it, I could have the sound wrong. You know, you mm. ever tried to play guess the sound in the apartment? I could have the sound wrong, but <laughs> for some reason, every morning. At about between about one o'clock to two o'clock a.m., mm-hmm. it sounded like she like you know how somebody like nailing something to the wall. Yeah, I couldn't have the sound wrong. <laughs> I couldn't have the sound. It is in the bedroom, so. <laughs> Tread. Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe maybe you gotta. You gotta step out on that on that uh, that line of faith, man. You gotta you gotta make the first move. You gotta you gotta be humble and and generous, and maybe it will be reciprocated. And I don't know. I don't I, know. We I was trying. We we on good terms now. She ain't cussing me out every time she see me no more. Okay. Yeah. Proper baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. I mean, it, granted, it ain't about to it ain't about to last long because I'm getting the hell out of here. So I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, hopefully, about to get out of here. Just we'll we'll see. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah, man, um, had the, had the most, the, the, had the worst experience that I've ever had at a Waffle House, um, a few, a few minutes ago. Um, I, I, I spent time at Waffle House, like I was an associate. I was there for about an hour waiting on food. Come on. So yeah, um, who, I don't even know if I should get into that, man, but I just, <laughs> I just, man, all right. You know what? Yeah, fuck it, dirty trunk. So yeah, speak your piece, man. Speak so, your piece. So all right. So Waffle House. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we all know about Waffle House. It ain't the best restaurant in the world. It's a hole in the wall joint. But you know that when you go to Waffle House, you about to get some damn good food. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
and it's just breakfast for the most part. It ain't nothing extravagant. For the, for for those of y'all who listening on the West Coast, you probably don't know. Wait, do they got Waffle Houses over on the West Coast? I think they do. I want to say they might got. Call it something else. I want to say they got Waffle Houses on the West Coast. I'm pretty sure they got. Cause I heard David Dobrik talking about a Waffle House one time, so I'm pretty sure they got Waffle okay. Houses. Um, but yeah. Um, I know Waffle Houses ain't everywhere, though. I think it's just a Southern thing. But, um, but yeah, for those of y'all who don't know what Waffle House is, it's a little hole-in-the-wall spot that just uh, that serves breakfast and bomb-ass waffles. Like, it, it, it is what it is. It's like, you go there, you ain't about to get no concierge service, ain't no valet. You go there, you're probably about to pay about 6 or $7 to get a waffle plate. The waffles, are, I don't know how they waffles are so damn good. I do not understand it. Why they waffles that damn good? It just don't make sense. Like you can't create it, recreate it at the house. It's just, it's, I don't know what the fuck is going on with it. They put um, their foot in it, man. Huh? I said they put their foot in it, man. Yeah, man. No, I mean somebody put their foot in it. It, it, it. It's already got feet in it when it get there. So you know, mm. like they don't do it at the store. <laughs> um, but yeah, we up in that joint and they they are packed. And I mean they they got every table that they can have. With somebody in it and somebody in it. Um, they had orders that was being called in and they had a new guy at the register taking the orders. I don't know who oh, the no. hell decided to have this guy in this environment as a new guy. Not on the rush. On the I register. Mean, you got to start off at the, at the busting tables or something, man. They had this dude straight on the register and he was like the most awkward kid ever. He won't even the problem. I saw that he was new. Alyssa saw that he was new. Like she saw that he was new Im- immediately as soon as we came in. She spotted it. Mm-hmm. She told me she was like, um, "I think he's new," and I was like, "Nah, he, I think he's good. <laughs> he's straight. He took out. He took our order. And he ain't really had no problems mm-hmm. when you took the order or nothing. But even though the order was wrong, I mean straight wrong, but that wasn't even the problem. Um, we standing there waiting, waiting, waiting. People came in. People went. We waiting. Mm-hmm. We waiting. And they were making our food. It's not like they forgot our order, right? So I noticed that we ordered biscuits with the All-Star. Because the All-Star come with toast. We ordered the biscuits. And we mm-hmm. ain't get no biscuits. I was about to go ask about the biscuits. And the lady that was helping the dude out who was working there, um, she uh, she kind of got an attitude. Thought I was like, thought I was about to be an asshole. I'm like, no, nah, yo, y'all good. Y'all good. I was just asking him a, a question about such and such, which still ain't get resolved. But regardless. Mm-hmm. It's cool. We we let it slide. Uh, one of us got biscuits, so we 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 made it. We we made it out good. Um, regardless, um, damn. Regardless, uh, we we stayed there waiting for a minute, and we noticed that some folks had came in. They got their food first, and the lady was like, "Yeah, we just waiting on y'all waffles." <laughs> now you know at Waffle House, you could clearly see the back. Where they cooking the food at? That joint, right. that joint is, is a diner. You can see where they cooking your food at. So where the waffles, where they make the waffles at, that joint had two waffles to go sitting right in front of it. And I'm looking at them joints as she's saying that. I'm like, yeah, okay, take your time. I'm looking. They're right there. And there's a little, there's another little kid up in there. There's another little kid in there who was who was supposed to be doing nothing but cleaning, nothing but cleaning. So. He looks at the waffles, two waffles stacked on top of one uh-huh. another. He says, are these waffles to go? Somebody says, yes. He picks up one of them and takes it to another family. And they, they're on their way out the door. 
And I'm looking at it like, that's odd. So there were two waffles there. He picked up one and gave it to them because they had a waffle ready. They had a, they, they ordered a waffle. Okay, I'm cool. Yeah, I, I got that. There's a waffle in the in the joint that's that had just started. That was for mm. them. But those ones that he the ones that he separated, those were for us. So I'm sitting there looking at it, I'm like, oh my damn. That did not just happen. The lady looks at him and said, What happened to the waffles that were right here? And he says, I already gave it to the people. She was like, what damn people? The people are still standing there waiting on these waffles. Bruh, here's where the problem came in. Oh, man. You would not mm. believe what his response was. My man looked her straight in the eyes and was like, well, I ain't know. And she was like, you weren't supposed to touch them. Therefore, those customers <laughs> right there. He says, they'll be all right. Oh, <laughs> Mark, now, oh, no. for, for those of you who ain't never been in a Waffle House, the whole bitch open. I mean, it's a big open room. The oh, only man. thing, the only thing that's enclosed in a Waffle House is the bathroom. Literally. Mm. My man literally looks at her and says, they'll be all right while I'm right in earshot. And I just oh, bust out laughing. Right? I'm like, yo, this little motherfucker. No, he didn't. Now, it was weird, though, because mm. everybody in there, everybody in this joint was like, was like positive. Everybody mm. had positive attitudes. The dude was messing up. There was like this. There was like a black dude that was on that was on the um, on the, um, the on the grill or whatever. Mm. My man was tatted up. He had dreads and whatnot. So you thinking like you go in that joint and society is going to automatically make you think that the dude with the dreads and, and all the tattoos is the most aggressive motherfucker in there. He up yeah. that joint like he giving he giving motivational uh, phrases and quotes and shit from the grill. He's like, yo, hey, yo, Phil, it's all good, bro. You got to crash. You got you and you got to crash in order to learn how to drive. Right. He's like, hey, it's all good, man. You learn it. Don't worry about it. He's like, hey, you okay. over here. You good. Hey, don't worry about it. You burnt that. It's cool. We go ahead and do another one. It's all right. Like he just he up that joint like he like air traffic control. He he uh, he definitely air traffic control with that kind of attitude, right? So he up that joint like motivating everybody. He like got everybody in a good mood. Everybody laughing at him. And then you got this little snot nosed kid that's like looking at. He's messing up people' orders, and he's not even supposed to be touching the food. He mm -hmm. says they'll be alright. To your customers that's listening to you, that's within earshot. Now I just wanted to 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 point that out because. He, I, I listened to this kid while we were there, and that, mm. this probably ain't going to be what this episode is about, but it, it, it's going to send me on a tangent, um, as, as thing, most things usually do. Um, he was upset that he was at work, and you can tell that by his demeanor. Okay. Um, he had a conversation with, with some other, with some other uh, customers, and they said something about it being early and he said something about him working three other jobs. And he said it oh. as, if, as if he was bragging, but it was more of the sense of you're supposed to be doing something here. And it was like, all right, I, I ain't worried about it. I got three other jobs. Like 
he was like brushing off something that he did wrong with and the customer seen him do it wrong and he was called out on it and his response was i ain't worried about it i got three other jobs out, outside of here first of all you got three other jobs you wasting that much time bro you you need to you already in the wrong mindset to even be even thrive past where you at right now right i, I can't imagine how somebody with four jobs is making it anywhere in life <laughs> like and then on top of that, you're upset about the fact that that you messed up. And then you blame it on the people who is paying your paychecks, i.e. the customer. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to put that out there. We could talk about those type of uh, those type of people all we want on this podcast. I don't even remember what the topic was, but yeah, I just wanted to go into that tangent. We'd already been going too long about me talking about Waffle House. So um, <laughs> yeah, that was, it, it was a strange thing to me, man. I just wanted to yoke my man up and like, yo, like you mad at, you mad at the process. Don't be mad at my food and, have, and having me here as long as you here because you don't want to be here. I don't want to be here either. I just came because me and my girl wanted waffles. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm in here a whole 45 minutes to an hour later waiting on waffles. And the first thing I said to her was, yeah, let's just get the waffles from there. Let's make the rest of the food at home. I could have just made the rest of the food at home and still did, still came out quicker than 45 minutes and still had enough time to, 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 to shit shower and shave before the podcast. But I couldn't even do that because I was waiting on waffles for 45 minutes. Uh, yeah, Mark. I don't even know what the what we supposed to be talking about on this episode. What are we? What I don't even. Who had a topic? Uh, <laughs> you did, sir. Oh, um, oh man, that's, that's what did uh, I? Oh yeah, I sent it to you in the text. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say that's kind of interesting how you saw uh, those those two attitudes uh, in in a small place like Waffle House. You saw somebody with a star player mentality, right? Like we mentioned last episode, right. and somebody that's uh, that's a slave to his work. Like, he, like you said, he had four jobs. If neither one of those jobs is something that he's working on to better himself to mm-hmm. start a career, he what what is he doing? He's making all that money, probably spending it on you know cars, booze, whatever, uh, putting it straight back into the economy instead of putting it back into himself yeah but even if he was though like even if he even if he was doing something outside of this job to do something better for himself his attitude Mm. is still not right for 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 making it anywhere like if your attitude is that is that negative if you're the only negative mind and a sea of positive people you will never mm. move anywhere anyway because you can't be positive enough to to allow the opportunity to come to you when it comes to you. So it don't even right. matter. So you can right. do all that if you want, but at the same time, if you can't change your mindset, if you can't if you can't change how you operate, don't nobody, don't nobody want that mess around them. You come around me heavy. Mm-mm. Don't want that around me. You every time <laughs> every time you make a mistake, anytime you fuck up some. I got to call you out and you just brush it off to the fact that you got three other jobs, bro. Your other jobs probably ain't going to want your ass either. Like, yo, you, you got to own up to that. Like if I, if I make a mistake, if I screw up something, especially if it's something that you weren't even supposed to touch anyway, if I screw up something trying to, trying to help by all means, Hey, uh, my bad. I ain't even pay I won't even paying attention to that. I apologize. I'll do better next time. Just keep it moving. Let's apologize for it and keep it going. You inconvenience you at, at that point. He inconvenienced three people because mm-hmm. not only 
did he make me wait? Not only did he make me and Alyssa wait, he he made he made the the manager upset because she had told she told me that it was four minutes, and at right. the fifth minute, when she already knew that things were coming to coming to grind time. She already knew she was on her way to go get those waffles and she couldn't get them because he screwed up. So ultimately that made this, the, the, the guy who took the orders made him look even more incompetent on top of the issues that he was already having. But it made me wonder, like, was he really screwing up that bad or was this guy just creating problems within the, within the culture? Yeah. So yeah, like, for real, if any of y'all out there like that, especially y'all who got more than one job, man, I'm tired of hearing people talk about I got I got two, three jobs. Man, I don't care about your two or three jobs, man. You out here just you out here slaving yourself for a dollar bill. You ain't even mm-hmm. trying to move forward. But you just slaving yourself to move to you moving on a treadmill. That's all you doing. Working three working three jobs, bro. Like what are you what is what is wrong with you? You got 168 hours in a week. You spend 40 hours at a full-time job, but then you got two other part-time jobs, bro. What are you doing with your life? How not would you, much, how could you possibly, how could you possibly move forward like that, man? It's not possible. Mm-mm. Man, all right. We're going to get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off my soapbox, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to get off that, man. Because it, it's, I, I swear, bro. Like when I tell you I hate being around, around broke people. This is that that's one of the reasons why right there. Like I, I, I hate that mentality, man. It, it's just so it's so draining and toxic. Like every time you get around mm-hmm. it, man, it just feels like it feels like somebody like putting like uh um uh what's those 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 weighted uh armbands that Goku wore in Dragon Ball Z, the joints that weigh like three hundred pounds and like he dropped them joints off to get faster and like it just lead, like, left craters. Like it felt like mm-hmm. it felt like somebody like putting like uh, uh, weighted ankle weights on you or something. Or <sighs> no, it's just it's, it's, it's horrible, man. It's horrible. I hate being around broke people. I hate mm-hmm. it. But yeah, man. Um, ah, oh wait, I don't even remember what the what the thing was. I had to read it. Cause I like I completely forgot why I wanted to bring it up uh, or what the um, okay so expectations of finding your way in life versus mm-hmm. the reality. All right, what did you um, based off of that, man? Um, what can you tell? What, I'm gonna let you go. Like just just yeah, oh. bring up bring bring some, bring some back, man. What you uh, got? What you got? What I got from that is uh, something that actually happened happened recently. Uh, I'm not gonna put my my, my dude's business out there like that uh-huh. but um it, it the, the the people that that give up too soon for me like you you work hard you run the race you you train for it and everything and you start it you see how hard it was and instead of pushing to finish you push to get out of it you, you just, yeah just you don't learn from it or nothing you just you, you quit and i'm just like you you have the answers. You have the 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 blueprint right in front of you. Yeah. Uh, but you quit, and I'm just like 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 why? You, it's just those people you just want to like just grab them by the shoulders and like just, just shake them like you know. Oh yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, what what makes you get into that mentality of of wanting to quit? Like yeah. no, no one said it was gonna be easy. Nobody mm-hmm. said it's gonna be a cakewalk. 
Mm-hmm. You're going to have to work hard for it. You're going to have to get out of your, your comfort zone, push past, uh, and things are going to fight back. Things are going to, you know, get in your way, trip you up, and it's going to hurt. But, like, why stop? You made it. You went through all this hardship, all this pain, all this, and instead of, like, not not internalizing it to bottle it up, but internalizing it to get an understanding of it, you, you just push all that away and just, just quit. All that time, all that effort, you just just quit. And I'm just like, Break it down. Give them, give them some practice. Give us some practicality why? to it. Break it down. Wait, wait. Uh, well, Let's go. All right. So uh, relationships. Relationships are uh, a prime example of this. You spend years with someone. You get you you know them. You basically know them, and their their little insecurities or their little quirks sometimes trip you up, and you just right. It, it, it makes you fall. Yes, it does yeah. make you fall. And when you fall in your face, it hurts. Just get back up. You know, talk with that person. Talk it out. Figure out where where the compromise needs to be made. Where the the changes need to be made, and just yeah. take baby steps to. To do that, don't just you know. All right, you know this. I'm, I'm tired of you doing it's getting, this. It's getting too hard. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> I come I mean, back when it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> when when is it gonna be easy if you don't if you don't address it if you don't you know get through it? It's not gonna be easy for you. You. <laughs> that's like saying, all right, you know the house is on fire. I'm a I'm gonna go, and you know I'll, I'll be back when it's not on fire. It's gonna be gone when you come back, bro. <laughs> it's exactly. gonna be gone. It's gonna be gone. Like, don't even worry about it. Just, just when you, if you leave, don't even bother looking back. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, damn. Like, <laughs> um, oh, wait. Yeah, that's a that's a deep one, man. And um, now now it's coming back to me. What 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 happened? What mm-hmm. made me realize? Like, what why why I bought this? Uh, why I bought this up? I'll go ahead and talk while you fix that. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, oh, like I had a situation, right? Like, and and we've been we've been doing this podcast for over a year, and um, we've had our our struggles, our ups, our downs, and um, right. we we not perfect people by no by no stretch of the imagination. We're not perfect. We don't. We never said that we were perfect. I never said I was perfect. I'm not an expert at anything that I talk about. However, I just know things because these are things that I hear. These are things right. that I that I've experienced. These are things that I know work because there are people who are who are pulling me ahead that preach preach these things. And these are just principles that every man should know. Every mm-hmm. every person who has ever read a Bible should know the principles of the the principles of success. Um, every man who ever sold something knows the knows the the philosophy behind selling and why you should why you should focus on selling whatever it is that you have because your your life in general is an idea that needs to be sold to other people and that's that's the reason why you why why people why people strive to be liked by others you have to sell other individuals on why you um why why you need to be liked by them and shout out to grant cardone seller be sold yeah so it's a powerful book um recommended to anybody whether you're trying to sell something or whether you're just trying to live your life is i promise you we're all trying to sell something in life um Mm. from the time that we're children to the time that we're adults but it's one of those things where like you it's like 
And, and this is like a struggle for somebody who has who goes through personal development a lot. Um, you read all the time and you listen to all of these gurus say all of these different things and everybody is saying the same exact thing. But you know exactly what to do because you hear everybody saying that this is what you should be doing. But at the same time, when it comes time to doing it yourself, it's, it's almost like the more you do it, no matter how long you do it, no matter how long you listen to the advice, no matter, no matter how much energy you put into it, nothing seems to be working. Mm. Nothing seems to be working. It's like I continually like it's like somebody tells you somebody tells you that if you run. If you run into this direction, eventually you're going to find east. <laughs> if you you run into this direction, eventually you're going to find east. Like, but at the same time, you're everybody telling you that you're running into this direction. You're going, you're going, you're going, you're going. I know that look like like west on your screen, but you're going, you're going, and you're going. But you feel like I don't know if this is east. I haven't reached my destination yet. Go mm. east. You'll find your destination. Keep running east. You'll find your destination. You may not see it now, but if you keep running, you'll find it eventually. But you keep running and you keep running. You keep running. You keep tripping over stuff. You running through storms. You got hail coming at you. You got stuff beating you in the face as you're trying to go. You running through trees and stuff. You just like you in the middle of a desert. You like just going and you like, yo, I'm still going east. Where is my where is my destination? And then you're like, yo. I keep going. I keep putting myself through the same thing every single day, every single minute, every single week, every breath I take. I'm going through this. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm fighting through. I'm trying to I'm trying to stay motivated to do it, but I just cannot do it. I think I'm just going to turn back around because turning back around is a lot easier and it got to feel a lot better than keep going through this hell that I'm going through. But no matter how many times. People keep telling you, you're on your way back west and everybody is like, yo, what you doing? Keep going east. Yo, you will find your destination. Mm -hmm. But it's like you cannot do it because it's like I've never seen the destination. I've never oh. seen it. I've kept running. I've been running east. Y'all say keep going east and I'll find it. But I've never seen the destination. So where am I going to? I don't even know what I'm running for. So it, it, it like it's, it's one of those things. It's like, yo. And, and and this is not about running. I ain't trying to talk about no uh, no track stars and then like that. I, don't, I, I, I tried to run <laughs> track and I boat. failed. I almost damn near oh. broke my leg. But this ain't about track. Um, this is about you constantly looking at the information that's in front of you and you're reading the information and all mm -hmm. of the gurus are saying that this is what you need to do. This is how you need to be. Bro, the, the biggest the biggest epiphany that I've ever learned in my life is that no matter what business you're in, the success principles are still the same. You still got to brand yourself. You still got to you still got to know the you still got to know the principles of how to win friends and influence people. That's one book. You still got to know the principles of networking. Um, um, you still got to know uh, um, uh, the, the, the seven habits of highly effective people. That's two. That's three books. You, bro, you still got to know the same exact things and every single business that you go through, you still got to know the same exact things. But it seems like no matter how much information you get, it's still hard to do and apply those things that you learn from those books when you're going through the daily struggle. 
when you working when you working for a place like uh, uh, I can't even say the name. You working for a place like Walmart Distribution Center, mm-hmm. and the the job constantly breaking you down, and you still running east, and everybody that you everybody that you that you work with, they just run in circles. They don't do nothing but running circles, and you trying to run east in a in a in a in a through a crowd of people that's just running in circles, and you still trying to find east. They looking at you like you crazy. Of course you want to give up. Of course you want to quit. Mm-hmm. So I had a situation like I had a situation recently where I'm just like looking at the at the I'm looking at the book list, Mark. And I I'm, I don't even know if you ever seen this book list, man. It's scary. It's it's scary, bro. Like I'm the, I I, I promise you, like if you think about what goes into a book and mm-hmm. what what type of energy an author puts into a a, a work a, a literary work when they're writing it, bro. That list is scary, bro. Then I'm telling you, it's like 83, 83 books on that thing, man. It's yeah, it's still growing. I said seventy something mm. last time. It's it's still growing, <laughs> bro. Like there's still stories in there, and, and it, uh-huh. these are not things that like most of it is most of it is stuff that I've already thought about. But then there's other things that's like okay, this character probably deserves their own story. Mm. So it's stuff that constantly gets added into that into that thing, man. But like you look at something like that and you're just thinking like man like i've done all this up until this point and i've never had success i listen to all these people say all this stuff bro but in all reality i've been doing what they say what they what they say i should be doing but i can't get through it i can't break through i can't win i can't i've never won so it makes you think like yo what is the purpose to keep what is the purpose to keep going i mean with, with that, it, it all depends on, on your heart. Like, is your heart mm-hmm. in it? Like, what are you? What are your motives? Right. Like, are you doing it just to, to get that gratification of you know, or are you putting it out there? Uh, like, all I need is one. Like, if I touch one person with my book, you know, then mm-hmm. I feel successful. Uh, with with the 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 keep running thing. I mean, like you said it yourself, you, you're always going to keep running because mm-hmm. of the, the silver wing mentality. Yep. You're always going to be striving for gold. Uh, it's not to say that you're going to attain gold. You're just going to be striving for it. Right. Uh, what, what I got from the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the keep running East, like eventually all that stuff that, that you're running from, you know, everything that's behind you, it's, it's going to be easy to stop and, you know, quit cause yeah. and go backwards. Cause you've, you've been through that already. Yeah. Oh mm. uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. Keep going, keep going. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I Man. love it, yo. For real, like, and, and um, and I told you, bro. When it came, when it hit me, when it hit mm. me, I never thought about. I never thought about stopping. Like, I never thought about quitting when it hit me. But it was just one of those things. It's like, yo, like I see an opportunity to mm. to to advance in where I am but not necessarily where I want to go. Right. I drew out a I drew out a map of uh, of a floor plan of of my of of uh, of the dream home th- that I would have with Alyssa in, in the future. Mm-hmm. And we not we didn't even it, it's so big at the moment that we can't even calculate the square feet of it at the, like at, like at the current moment. Like we drew it on the, on okay. a sheet of graph paper. There's three levels, and we're looking at that thing like, yo, like, is it, this thing is huge? Like movie theater, 
Um, mm. all is all the works, bro. We looking like, yo, how much is it going to take to get into this? And I'm just looking like, and I gotta be the one of crazy faith because I can't, I can't allow myself to be, to be like, I can't allow myself to not have faith in the things that I want because I'm the, ter- I'm the person that'll straight up tell you like, yo, if you want it, go get it. Straight up, go mm-hmm. get it. Like if you want it and you really want it that bad, find a way, find a way to get it. So I can't be the one that look back, but I'm like, yo. How easy would it be to just accept what 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 is reality right now? How easy would it be to just yo move up into this house that we about to get and just stop there? How easy would it be to just stay like yo like forget your goals of retiring retiring your girl before you start trying to have kids? Like yo forget all that. That's not even that's not even important. Let her work. Like how easy would it be to just be like yo everything that you everything that you thought you wanted Everything that you thought you wanted, just go ahead and just say, nah, just move it to the side and just say, you're, you're good with what you got. Let's be grateful. That's what most people tell you. Just be grateful. Be grateful mm-hmm. for everything that you have. Why are you working so hard? Why are you doing so much? Just be grateful for what you got. How easy would it be to just give up and just say, yo, I don't even want success. I don't even want money. I don't even want to live comfortable. I want what my mom wants for me. And I want to just be satisfied with everything that I got. Bruh. <laughs> and people, people do it to you all the time. And these are folks that mean well. And the, the, the ones that, that they tell you that you can't do something when you know it's the thing that you should be doing. And they say, mm. well, you know, it ain't, it ain't meant for everybody, baby. <laughs> you know uh um you know uh you know you ain't never had nobody with that much money in your family mm. oh you know we we just we just common folks or the one or this one here your family has always been from petersburg why you want to change that <laughs> okay. Yup. Yup. Let's go there. I mean, Let's go there. Let's go there. I, I'm not saying uh, Petersburg is not like a prestige and nothing like that. I mean, I'm pretty Ooh. sure that there was once upon a time where Bruh. you know uh, Petersburg was maybe when it was all white people living in downtown Petersburg. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But that is that, like when ha- when Walnut Hill was considered the suburbs. Oh. <laughs> maybe that is terrible. That is terrible. But uh, uh, you would want you would want to to strive for something greater than what you've seen, because uh, you you've seen your family you know go through the struggle. Everybody's seen their family go through the struggle. Yeah. If they acknowledge it or not, you've seen the uh, the, the the way they look into the, the little uh, the baggie up top where they you know put the cash for the for the bills or you know for for something important they got to pay. You've seen them look into that bag and make that strange face. You've seen them with the checkbook writing. <laughs> oh, you seen uh, them at the kitchen the, table like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody say that, man. I told, I tell people all the time, like, yo, I watched my mom from the time that, from the time that my dad died, up mm. until the time I moved out of her house, which was a, which was a, uh, a, a ten year, a fifteen year time period, where I, where, where I saw her every single week. Or once, or once a month, in the in the in the in the light of the bills, trying to pay bills, just sitting at the kitchen table, shaking her head, just trying to figure out where she was gonna get that money from. And she had the money, 
she had the money. What she was trying to figure out was how she was on how she was gonna live her life outside of paying the bills. Yeah. So she had plenty of money to pay the bills, but she was upset because she didn't have enough money to go to bingo. She was upset because she didn't have enough money to buy her cigarettes. She was upset because she had to figure out whether bingo wasn't more important than putting gas in her car to get into work. She was upset because of that. So people ain't necessarily out here building their building their lives um, uh, more expensive than they than their the job is paying them. Because there's mm-hmm. every calculation in the world that I have when it comes to buying something. Okay, I make this much money a month. I spend this much. How much money do I have left over? Can that fit in the budget? So people ain't out here fucking up the budget like that. People out here, they, they, they messed up in the head because they're like, yo, I can't live the life I want because I got to pay bills. Mm. And, and that goes right back to what you said at first, how they'll try so hard to spend less money on, you know, when it comes to bills, when it comes to everything else. And then in the end, they'll spend a lot more than what they're trying to actually spend. Yeah. Because, uh, all right, say you... Say you're trying to you trying to penny pinch and you're trying to <laughs> hold that last what that last quarter tank mm-hmm. quarter gas quarter mm-hmm. gas in the tank and you're trying to make it from you know bingo to 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 work the next day and then back home then you make it you make it to work you're on your way back to the house then you run out of gas now you got to call the tow truck <laughs> or Get this one. Get this one. I want you to check this one out. Or you spend so much of your life trying to trying to squeeze and squinch all that all of the gas that's at the bottom of your gas tank. And you just huh. sucked up so much dirt and trash into your oh. into your gas and your fuel intake. And now you gotta get your fuel intake changed because you just spent so much time riding on E. What's your dumb ass? Come on. Come on. Let's talk about Ooh. it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it, bro. Look, so when you got people like that around you, let's mm-hmm. bring it. Let's bring it back around, bro. You got people like that around you, bro. Of course you. Of course you don't want to keep going. Cause you all you ever seen was people do that. All you ever seen was people living like that. So mm-hmm. of course when it comes to when it comes to moving forward, you don't know how to move forward when your when your family hasn't raised the bar for you enough to you to understand that this is where. This is where I stop. So this is all I know. And your people around you, they're not, they're not, they're not learned enough to understand that this is just where I stop. But because this is where I stop, that doesn't mean that you can't go up here. So of course, if you're trying to run, you done already reached here. By default, you're going to touch this. By default, you're going to touch this because that's what you were raised under. So this is your mm-hmm. level of exposure right here. So by default, this is where you are. And but and everybody uh, who's who's not watching the, uh, the YouTube video understand that when that when when your parents raised you, you they raised the bar, they put the bar there. So wherever your parents stopped the bar at. That's where you, that's, that's by default. When you graduate high school, by default, if you reached for something, but, but God damn, you're going to reach that by default. So if, if you're running past the default, if you're running past the default, you're automatically going to feel some type of pressure by default. Like it's, it's automatic that you're going to feel that pressure. 
and the people around you most of the time and most of us if we're coming from like the the middle class families the middle class families don't understand anything but middle class if they understood high society they will be in high society they will be part of the upper epsilon so if you are trying to reach the upper epsilon you cannot go back and get to and get uh um uh um advice or seek counsel from the people around you because by default they've already raised their bar mm -hmm. so if you move past that if you go back and talk to the people that that brought you up then they're going to try to pull you back down because they don't understand anything higher than what they're trying to reach they've already reached their peak so if they're already at their peak then of course they can't help you move past the peak they don't understand anything past the peak that's how you get stuff like you sure you want to do that? Don't you want to go back to go back to school and get you a degree? That's all they know. Mm -hmm. Because that's all society taught them. And that's all their parents taught them. Come on now. And especially if you black, if you black, bro, you came from slavery. So you gotta you gotta under, understand that when it comes to mindset, and I hate and I hate to say this about black folks like 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 we're in app. And we're unable to understand this, but you got to understand when it comes to mindset and raising the bar, bro, we got a slow start. Yeah, we got a slow start. We were we were enslaved. There was a time period that was that was literally less than less than 200 years ago where where we were. We couldn't even read. Yeah, we couldn't even read. So, of course, the bar wasn't set that damn high. You got to rate. Look, come on, man. Come on, bro. Ooh. Yeah, when, yeah, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you kind of uh, uh, brought something to light to me, man. Uh, how how our struggle kind of hinder us from growth, like um. And it don't even have to, Ma. It, it don't even right. have to. But having that mind, having that log in the back of your mind, and because it's, it's like climbing a mountain. Like once you get to the the higher ups, you know. The atmosphere is different. The pressure is different. Like, it, it, you, if you're not used to it, you know, you're going to get lightheaded. You're going to get woozy. Yeah, yeah. You're going to feel like climbing back down. But it's like, ah, I was just making that comparison. I was like, that that's true. Like, uh, the the bar is set so so low for, for uh, the middle class. Like like you said, uh, once you get your diploma, once you get your degree, you know, all right, go back to school for four more years. Get your what? Your, get your, 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 your bachelor's. Uh, yeah, then you get your master's. Yeah. And then if if you don't have like a, a set career choice, like what what is there? Mm -hmm. I mean, well, you can get your general studies. That's what two or is that four? Can you get, I don't, you can't even, get I don't even know, bro. I think you, two. You talking about the school stuff? I don't even know, dog. <laughs> I don't even know. Like I I got a different I got a different take on school now. Because mm -hmm. of because of where I'm at in life, and I think at some point I'm gonna go and get a degree at some point. Um, but I'm not going to get a degree because I feel like that's what I need to do. Like at the mm -hmm. age of 20, I feel like coming from a background where I came from, bro, I had no I had no business trying to understand what I had no business trying to understand where I wanted where I should have gone in life when it comes to school. Like you had right. a, the typical the typical everyday of a child of uh, at the age of 16 years old or something who every day life is trying to get them to understand like yo, what do you want to do for a living? Where are you going to college? Yeah. What degree are you going to get? I had no business trying to figure that out when I was 16 years old because I didn't understand the world around me. 
had no business. Mm. Absolutely no business trying to understand that. So when it came to that, when it came to that, I was able to screw that up and move past it because I knew that wasn't where I was going. But now that I'm 30 years old and I know I understand life a little bit more, I understand that there may be a degree out there for me because corporate America has to take me serious in some degree. I get that. I understand that now. Not only do I understand that at this sense, I understand that if I get a degree in something, then my kids have to go out and they have to dominate the world in the same fashion. At some point, as you know, we talk about raising the bar. We talk about raising the bar. Um, mm-hmm. I know that if I start, if, if I at least, at least try to start a business, if I at least call myself an entrepreneur, I have raised that bar to understand that I need to get the knowledge and whatever knowledge that I need to get to to make it somewhere in life so that when my kids come along, they see that they understand that they got to get that same knowledge too in order to succeed. And then you talk about that word legacy. I understand that if I don't make it, then I have to be able to prepare the next generation to pick up where I left off so that their kids can make it. Hmm. So this ain't about money. This ain't about getting money right now. This ain't, it, it ain't about none of that. This is about the build. When they say it's about the journey, not about the destination. We talking, we talking about that journey. We talking about still running. We still running east right now. We still running east right now. We talking mm-hmm. about that. The, the, the run. If you're, going to, if you're going to run, like Marcus said, you already put time into it. You already spent this much time. You already put this much effort into it. If you're going to run, don't turn back because everything that you just ran for, you just lost it. Mm-hmm. You just lost it. If you're going to run and you're going to put that much time into it, don't make it for nothing. Don't make it for nothing. If you're going to cry about something, I'd rather you cry. Like E.T. said, I'd rather you cry to fight than to cry to give up. Right. Because you're going to feel the pain regardless. Mm-hmm. And I promise you the pain of not continuing when you reach your deathbed, when you start walking back west and you hit west and you finally make it west and you hit your deathbed, the only thing that you're going to be thinking about is what could have happened if you kept running east. Hmm. And that, uh, so, uh, I don't know if I want to call it a fear or, uh, uh, I guess you could say the fear. It's the closest thing I can think of to name it. What else is it? Uh, I got this fear of like settling. Like I, I, I don't want to stop and then have the regret of not going forward. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to uh, settle for like the mundane. Like all right, yeah. this is this is where I'm comfortable. This is this is it. This is I'm, I'm gonna stop growing right here. Yeah. I, I, it, it, it feels like, like, like a loss. Like you, hmm. like where, where's your drive? Where's your motive? Where's right. your, where, where's your energy? At? It's right. just like, all right, um, like, like I could stop here. You know, we we rent the house. You know, from my aunt or whatever. Uh, it's not you know stupid expensive. So I'm I'm good. Bills are good. Life is good. What what is there else? You know. Uh, yeah. I, I can move up in my job and maybe, you know, get like a small, smaller raise, maybe be the AM, maybe, I don't know. Uh, and then I'm just like, where, where's, where's the fun in that? Where's the right. excitement? Like you, some people, they just get to a point in their lives and they're just, 
living out the rest of the day so they they die really yeah and it's like can i be honest you, right quick and i'm gonna and i'm gonna say this and i, I ain't trying to like ugh, i ain't trying to sound nasty when i say this but mm. that's why i'm divorced dog that's like the what biggest reason that that made me divorce my ex-wife because of what you just said like you didn't want to feel like you were settling you didn't mm-hmm. want to feel stuck and she didn't mind it she didn't mind living in a trailer with her with her with her parents mm-hmm. even though she had a kid she didn't mind not having her own she didn't mind not she didn't mind living with her parents and i did and that used to be a source of all of our arguments because i wanted mm-hmm. more the fact that i wanted more was the was the reason why we why we grew into different directions because mm-hmm. at at a certain point where you, and, and people are going to 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 uh to give you their goals their their dreams their aspirations when it comes to what they want in their life and um and it's up to you it's up to you to understand like where do you fit in those dreams, those goals, and those aspirations? And if you can't, then, you know, you're going to have to take a step back. And my ex, right. she was like, yo, I don't feel like I fit into that world that you that you want to go for. By all means, you go ahead and do what you do. We okay. grew in we grew into separate, into separate directions. We tried to make it work in the long run. In the long run, it didn't, though. I kept running east. I kept running east. And, uh, and, accord, and uh, unfortunately, when you're running... You, you realize that at some point you got some weight on you that you need to get off of you. So I let her go. And then two years later, I let her bags go. I hope somebody Ooh. caught that. I hope somebody caught that. I let her go. And two years later, I realized I let her bags go too. Because I was still holding on to the pain of, not, of that, not, that not succeeding. But I had to let it go. Right. I had to let it go. So it's okay to to want more in life. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever said that that it's a sin to think outside the box. Who the, who ever said that it was a sin to think outside the box? Right. So why 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 is in society today we look at people who who don't think like us and we still looking at them like they aliens and we about to deport them into another planet? Like wh- why are we still doing that? It just it's, it's go ahead. It's 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 not the the, the social norm. Right. Uh, uh, since since my brother's been down, we've been watching uh, the Good Doctor, and it's just like uh, the 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 what is his name? I can't think. Of, but anyway, I, want, I wanted to get uh, into that show. One of the doctors, you know, he's a he's a great doctor, an incredible doctor. Yeah, but he has all but he autistic. Yeah. And it's just like seeing how his brain works, how different he thinks. He he gets a lot of shit for it, but it's like it works. You, you can't hold a candle to to his work. It works. It's just like um, I don't know if you ever watch House. Yeah, same thing. Even better. Yeah, same thing. His his convent his 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 methods were unconventional, but they work. And it's the same thing with everybody who's ever been great. Alexander Graham mm. Bell said, yo, yep. I want to know what would have happened if we tried to send voiceover through a wire. <laughs> People was <laughs> like, yo, what, what the fuck are you talking about? 
Well, you, yo, you, well, you can't do that shit. The next thing you know, the telegraph is invented. Mm. And then after that, the telephone. Yo, like, yo, we now we able, now we got, we got cell phones now. Like, yo, wait, what? Like, come on, bro. Whoever said, yo, I want to see a touchscreen on a cellular device was like, yo, that's fucking insane. That's you can't crazy. do that. <laughs> Whoever said, like, yo, I want to, as a human, I want to fly. Right, brothers. They called them insane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They called them insane. They said, you cannot do that. That's not how humans work. The airplane, 20 years <laughs> later, the airplane was on the, was, was flying. Come on, bro. Like, hey, Einstein. They called Einstein retarded when he was up until he was six years old. He wasn't retarded. He, you just couldn't think on the level that he was thinking on. His IQ was higher than yours. So because your IQ wasn't on the same level, you just you wrote them off to make yourself feel better. Come on, mm. come on, come on. They ain't ready for that. They ain't ready for that. <laughs> They're not ready for that. Uh, all right. We, we, we gotta do, gotta do better as a, as a society. Cause that, that happens almost every day, every mm -hmm. day in life. There's, there's someone that's being looked down upon because no one else can think as they think of or mm -hmm. their their thought processes not of the social norm or it, and it's detrimental because that person's going to grow up their entire life thinking that you know they're inadequate that they're uh and their true potential will never be reached and that that's a lost soul right there that yeah. could have been cultivated into something great yeah uh, yeah yeah so what are we trying to say <clears throat> What are we trying to say to y'all? Don't. Oh, you got some? Yeah, yeah I got you it. Um, we, we can go ahead and end it after this because we've been on for a little over an, uh, over an hour, but we're going to close it off by saying this, man. Um, what we're trying to say is, is that during your journey, you're going to come to some rough stuff. Mm -hmm. You're going to come to some stuff that makes you want to keep going. You're going to come to some stuff that makes you want to quit. And you're gonna to want to come to some. You're gonna to come to some stuff that make you make you even alter where you're running to. You might change course somewhere in the middle of your run, but all in all, you got to keep going. You're going to get to situations where your environment doesn't look right, and your environment is telling you that you need to stop. You're gonna your 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 job could overwork you and you could feel like you don't have any energy to work on your goals it's easy to say well you know i work i worked a full shift today so i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna chill and i'm not going to get out of bed until it's time to go back to work it's easy to say that but r r understand that that is your environment talking for you don't let your environment talk for you you talk for your environment so that way when you talk for your environment you're able to change the environment around you so your 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 the people around you your family they're going they're not going to understand exactly 100 percent what you're trying to do your co-workers the people that you call friends at work they're not going to understand 100 percent what you're trying to do that is why you need to stay quiet about your goals and you just need to work on them if you if you're around someone who has never had any aspirations of doing anything more than what they're doing then by all means you are able to keep quiet you do not have to speak about goals to that person because i promise you the more you try to speak life into the people who do are lifeless then they're going to just drain the life out of you therefore you're mm -hmm. going you ain't going to be able to keep running
Therefore, you're not going to be able to keep running. And that doesn't that don't that doesn't just apply to coworkers either. That applies to family members as well. Because some people they feel the need, and you might be one of the people who feel the need to say that this because this is my family, then I have to do this for this person. I have to do that for that person. I have to be there for them when they're having a bad day. But if they're having a bad day every time you talk to them, then you just then then you're you're just giving your energy all of your energy to this person who can't pull their stuff together and get out of their own shit so i i really i really implore you guys to to keep running i really advise you guys to keep running if you have a goal you have a dream just keep running east just keep just running keep east swimming. but just eventually You'll find, yeah, you, you can even walk if you want to. But if you walk, you walk with your head up and your chest out. And mm-hmm. always look to the stars because your destiny isn't written on the ground. Mm. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Dirty Trunk Podcast where the elephant is always welcome. It is me, your boy, Marcus Morton. Here with me is always the Aaron Mack. We are signing out, y'all. Peace. All right, peace. Love y'all. See y'all next week.